blaring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than SwiftCast. Hey guys, welcome to episode 114 of SwiftCast. This is Ashley. Adam. Haley. Nate. And Steph. And did you guys happen to know, as something I've heard this weekend, that America has value? No. What uh, What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor seemed very, very much all for America over the past few days. <laughs> no, but really, I feel like I have never seen anybody who gets as into the 4th of July as she does, and I love it. That's a good point. It doesn't seem like any other like celebrities are that into it. Hmm. Christmas and the 4th of July are Taylor's holidays. Absolutely. I think the saddest part about your joke, Ashley, is when you actually first told us, and then I actually legitimately questioned whether Scott Borchetta tweeted that or not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Hashtag America has died. Scroll back through his tweets over the weekend. There's a good chance that he actually did. <laughs> While I was dying of jealousy, as usual, as I have for the past three years, seeing all of Taylor's pictures all weekend. It looked like a blast. It's kind of strange. The girl-to-guy ratio wasn't really there for me. I feel like she should, she could have invited uh, a couple guys over, a couple guys Swifties, maybe. <laughs> Myself, Adam. I don't know. Just a thought, Taylor. Maybe. That might make sense. <laughs> it was a little uneven. <laughs> I think one of the funniest things was a lot of people were commenting on the fact that Joe and Nick Jonas were over at her party, and then someone made a side-by-side where the left side of the picture was Joe and Nick at Taylor's house, and the right side was a candid of Kevin Jonas from like a totally different day, but just looking really sad, like standing on a street corner. (laughs) (laughs) Not invited. Now, Nate, when you went to her house, did you get to see any of like the backyard or the pool or like where they had the party or were you pretty much just... Oh, absolutely. Oh, you did? I didn't know if you were strictly like inside or... Oh, no. See, the funny part, like halfway through the night when they divided us up into groups for like actual meet and greets. So most of us are waiting. And then Scott Swift was just like, it's getting a little hot in here. Uh, Anyone want to come outside? He just like opened the door and walked out. (laughs) So naturally, the entire living room just emptied outside following Scott Swift. So we got to see the entire yard, the pool, you know, at the time, construction on the wall, basically everything. So it was really cool. Neat. Very cool. So I guess you could pinpoint exactly where each photo was taken oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm very jealous of that her rhode island house has always been my favorite it really is just a gorgeous house i'm hoping maybe this week we'll get an official photo blog since we kind of only saw pictures of polaroids that some of the guests were posting it's hard to keep up because taylor has only posted a few so you really need to try to find all the guests which is difficult But I guess those American onesies that everyone wore, I think I read that Joe and Gigi brought them for everyone. And they were $180 each. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh. Well, this has always been a busy time over the summer for Taylor. We have some great older tweets from June and July of the past five years. Our first one comes from way back in 2009 on June 30th. Taylor wrote, in Nashville... 107.5 playing You Belong With Me. Yes! With lots of S's. (laughs) (laughs) The next one comes on June 29th of 2010. And she said, Mom, I just found a quilt I like online. And Austin said, Taylor, you are 80 years old. (laughs) I don't think that's changed much. That doesn't feel like that was five years ago. 
Oh, I know. I remember when, when that was tweeted. This is very random, but I just thought about if Taylor, like, orders something on Amazon, what if you're the Amazon worker that gets that order and then you're like, oh, I need to get this quilt and ship it to Taylor Swift's address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if she orders things under her name. Maybe not. I don't know. I feel like she would probably also shop on Etsy for random knickknacks. <laughs> no pressure to the people making her orders. I wonder if she has any aliases, because a lot of times sports players or actors, sometimes when they go to hotels, they'll check in under an alias. I wonder if she ever does. It's a good question. I don't know. I bet she does. It's probably like Meredith Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she flips it and says Meredith Benson or <laughs> Olivia Gray. <laughs> So our next one comes from June 30th, 2011, and Taylor tweets a Midsummer Night's blog, and then she posts a link to a really well-written blog post. Yeah, it was right from the middle of the Speak Now tour, and she was just writing about how happy she was and what an awesome tour it was, and she wrote this shortly after they had just done the Gillette Stadium rain show, and yeah, basically just said... Thanks to all the fans, and I can't believe we get to do this, and it's not even half over, and I'm so excited for the rest of the shows. But sadly, just I think a couple days after she wrote this, she got really sick, presumably maybe from all that rain, and had to postpone some shows. Yeah, she got bronchitis. And that's the only time she's canceled shows, with the exception of when there was governmental unrest in Thailand. I can't remember. She rescheduled those shows, didn't she? She did because, ironically, that was the reason why I got to go to the Louisville show because she moved it from June to October. And around September, I realized she was coming there and I was able to get tickets. Oh, wow. Our next one also doesn't feel like this was that long ago, but this is from July 2nd, 2012. And Taylor tweeted, Just had the honor of performing with James Taylor to a sold-out crowd in Massachusetts. We sang Fire and Rain, Ours, and Love Story. Pictures and videos soon. I remember this. This was incredible. That would have been a great show to be at. I think they had announced it maybe a couple days before, and I remember desperately looking up flights to see if there was any way I could get there. (laughs) There wasn't. It was during one of those long periods in between tours where you just miss her so much and I really wanted to see her, but the videos were great. The next one is from June 29th, 2013. Taylor said, In Vancouver, just realized you guys got my Twitter up to 30 million followers. So cool considering I only tweet about my cat and food. (laughs) That hasn't changed either. Our next one comes from June 29th of 2014, last year. Taylor wrote, hope you guys had a great weekend. Ours was super coastal. And it was a picture of her and Carly and their friend Amanda on a boat. And our last one comes from July 3rd of 2014. And she said, look, Ina Garten, we wish you were here. Love, T.S., Jamie King, Amanda Griffith. And it's a picture of the flag cake that they did again this year. That cake looks so good. Yeah, I should try out that recipe. Well, now we're going to move right into our news with Keeping Up With Swift. So our first bit of news, if you guys haven't heard, last week, Taylor, Calvin Harris, Gigi, Joe Jonas, Carly, Scott, and Andrea Swift rode a boat in London. And Taylor tweeted a picture with the caption, Little known fact, Carly is secretly an unofficial historian slash London tour guide. Kind of. That looked like a fun boat trip. That'd be crazy. 
Well, while Taylor was still abroad, she had some shows in Dublin, Ireland, and Calvin Harris showed up for both shows, and that was really cool. At one point, I read, and I haven't found a video of this yet, maybe you guys have, but I read that during I Know Places, during the lyric, and for me, it's always you, she pointed at him. So I would like to see a video of that. And then on Tumblr, I saw some photos where he kind of has an annoyed look on his face in the audience. And it's right above that is a photo of one of the dancers with his arms around Taylor. <laughs> it's just really funny <laughs> that they put those together and posted them on Tumblr. But he didn't perform. We actually kind of speculated about that, but we were wrong. So he was still in the audience. And then the other really cool thing that happened in Dublin was Taylor did an acoustic performance of Holy Ground because she explained that she was unable to take the Red Tour to Dublin. And she was always sad about that. So she wanted to play a song from Red and she chose Holy Ground. And we're actually going to talk a little bit more about this later in the episode. But I thought it was awesome. I was so shocked when I read that that was what she was doing. Yeah, I remember your group message to all of us. You were just like, wait, what in the world? Holy ground? <laughs> I had confused flashbacks that reminded me of the first Tokyo show when she was just doing everything and we didn't know what to think. It was like when we were reading that she was playing Enchanted. Yeah, it was exactly <laughs> like that. I was like, "Is this real?" people are trolling us. It's not happening. It doesn't make any sense. While a little bit of chart news that just came out this week, Wildest Dreams has been certified gold and Style has been certified two times platinum. Now, what does it take to be certified gold? Because I wasn't sure. Uh, isn't it 500,000 sales? I believe so. I was going to say the same thing. Well, that makes sense. It's kind of amazing that a song she hasn't even promoted at all has sold that much. Seriously. Go Style. Two times. Yeah, and if you're interested in the numbers for other songs... Shake It Off is seven times platinum. Blank Space is six times platinum. Style is two times platinum. Bad Blood is platinum. As we mentioned, Wildest Dreams is gold. Welcome to New York is gold. And Out of the Woods is gold. I'm kind of surprised Style isn't more than two times platinum. I feel like it might have to do with the fact that the video wasn't as popular. I agree. I agree, unfortunately. I think that video killed it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, it's interesting to look at these numbers because in previous episodes, it might have been episode 111 or 112, we talked about which single we think is next because there have been rumors about New Romantics maybe being the next single. But if you look at these numbers, the songs that haven't been released yet that are really hitting it in terms of sales are Wildest Dreams, Welcome to New York, and Out of the Woods. So I still think New Romantics will be the next single, but it's just interesting to see how the songs do. I think Welcome to New York and Out of the Woods might only be gold because they were that pre-release, like before the album came out, they were the... Right. Whatever she called them, like the... Promotional singles, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, they were great songs. Yeah, so for Wattish Dreams to be gold is really a remarkable feat, then. That is pretty cool, yeah. I wonder if it has to do with the tour or not. That's what I was going to say. I'm betting maybe people have heard how amazing that song is on tour and went out and bought it. And as we always mention, and hopefully it's in the works, we need live versions of all these songs. So hopefully we get it. Every single one of them. <laughs> and in more tour news, 1989, despite being released in 2014 last year, over, what, nine months ago now? Mm -hmm. 
it is still the top-selling album in 2015. This year alone, since January 1st, it has sold over 1,300,000 copies, making it the highest-selling album of the current year. And U.S. album sales in total are just under 5 million. Nice. That's just shocking. It's now the beginning of July, and no other album has outsold 1989, which came out last year. (laughs) It's awesome. I really hope it's the top-selling album of the year at the end of the year. And then it would be the top-selling album of 2014 and 2015. Our next piece of news is that the Blank Space music video reached 1 billion views. It is only the fourth video to reach 1 billion, and it's the fastest ever to reach it, which is pretty cool. I literally just looked at that video last week, maybe, or not even, and it was at 900 million. I'm like, oh man, it's going to hit a billion soon. Bang, like days later, (laughs) a billion. I'm like, holy. (laughs) That was really cool. Well, Shake It Off is already at 915, the last I checked. So it will be very soon reaching 1 billion. And we've talked about this on other episodes, but the only other videos are Gangnam Style by Psy. Classic. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Baby by Justin Bieber. And then Dark Horse by Katy Perry very recently hit a billion. (laughs) Nate's favorite song. Oh man, I despise that song. I cannot, I just cannot stand that song. And how long ago did that song come out now? It's been out for a long time and it just hit a billion. Yeah, so not even in the running, really. I'm kind of surprised that What Does the Fox Say doesn't have a billion. (laughs) Another horrible song. (laughs) Although if it somehow inspired Taylor to write I Know Places, then I can't complain. But it'll be awesome when Shake It Off hits this because Taylor will be the only artist with two videos to have a billion. How close is Shake It Off to hitting a billion? At the moment, Shake It Off has 927 million views. So just in the past few days, since I've looked at it, it's had 12 million more views. If everyone who listens to this podcast goes and watches it like five times this week, we can really help it get there. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm sure Bad Blood will hit this, too. It's already at 300 million. It's been out like a month and a half now, so it will hit a billion. Oh, that one will for sure, with all the publicity that was done on it. Although I have to say I'm still disappointed we haven't had more behind-the-scene footage from that video. Yeah. And the way it ended seemed so much like a cliffhanger. I still want more. (laughs) Well, in other news... A few days before the 4th of July, Taylor and Calvin were spotted having dinner in Rhode Island, and then later were spotted at an ice cream shop. I love that ice cream shop. That's what I was wondering, if it was the same ice cream shop that we went to. Which one was that? I don't know the name of it, but it was that one that was right by the beach. The one in Wash Hill? Yeah. It's the same one that she went with last summer. She was there with Carly and Austin and a few other people. Hmm. I believe it's called St. Clair's. Do we know what restaurant they went to? Olympia Tea Room. Oh. Hmm. Where she's been spotted before. Well, then, as we mentioned earlier, Taylor was in Rhode Island for the 4th of July, and she had a huge party, and some of the guests included Calvin Harris, Gigi Hadid, Martha Hunt, Brittany Mack, Soraya Love, the Heim sisters, Nick and Joe Jonas, Ed Sheeran popped up in a red coat. (laughs) (laughs) said he was just there for the free booze 
<laughs> I love that tweet. <laughs> that was great. And Austin was also there. He posted a video on Instagram fixing a light bulb, I think. It was funny. Well, I'm glad that Taylor got to have fun this weekend because she has a very busy week coming up. By the time you guys hear this episode, the July 6th, Ottawa, and July 7th, Montreal shows will have passed. And then next weekend, Friday and Saturday, July 10th and 11th, are the MetLife Stadium shows in East Rutherford, New Jersey, which I think also are considered to be like the New York shows. So those should definitely be exciting. Steph and I will be there. And then after that, July 13th and 14th, she has shows in Washington, D.C. And I'll be at those shows, too. You have as busy of a week as Taylor. Yeah, I'm like going on tour this week. Wow. <laughs> I didn't intend to go to this many shows. It just kind of <laughs> happened. Yeah, it never happens like that. So that'll be for you, Steph, um, four shows in five days, right? Exactly, yeah. Nice. You'll have one day off there on Sunday. Yeah. I ended up just pulling really, really good seats for D.C., and a lot of my family members have been wanting to go with me. So those two dates are with two different family members. And then Ashley just last minute decided to come out for MetLife. And for me, it's an easy way to get there. So why not? Fingers crossed for a, a good guest. Yeah, if anyone's going to the DC show, you might want to skip this by about a minute. But I read that Jason Derulo is a speculated guest for July 14th. So maybe that means DC both nights will get guests. I'm pretty sure MetLife will get guests both nights. Because like Ashley said, it's the New York show. I'm excited to see what surprises Taylor has for everyone. I'm predicting the entire cast of the Bad Blood video on the catwalk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe minus Kendrick, because he'll be touring on his own. But I think everyone else can make it. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Maybe she'll have them enter in all different parts of the stadium and just take over. All right, well, now it's time for our mini segments, and we have a few good Swifty problems this week. Our first one comes from Mella Blue Bella on Twitter, and they said, I wish I'd known my final stuff as good as Taylor Swift lyrics. Hashtag Swifty problems. <laughs> our next one comes from Chad Laz. Not being invited to Taylor's 4th of July party and missing out on that cake. Sigh. Definitely. And our last one is on Facebook from Kathleen. She said, deleting my social media apps, but then having to re-upload them again two days later solely to see if Taylor posted epic pictures on Instagram for July 4th weekend, which she did, of course. <laughs> that is a problem. It's just like the constant struggle of being a Swifty. Well, now it's time for our fashion, and it is very patriotically themed this week. Well, I'm glad that Nate and Adam are both here for fashion this week because I read this really interesting article and I think they both would really like it. Oh, what's that? Taylor was just talking about how she's always wearing crop tops and mini skirts these days. Mm -hmm. And we've commented on this on other episodes before, but she just explained once she decides on a new trademark style, she sticks with it. She was talking to people in this interview and she said, it's hard to say when I've decided that they're all I want to wear all the time, but I'll make up my mind and that's all you'll see me wear for two years. And then she said, you might recall from 2012 to 2014, you didn't see me in any outfit that didn't look like I was straight out of the 50s. Who knows what it will be next? We've always said her style kind of goes along with the era. 
speak now it was a lot of dresses with cute headbands of course the debut album was cowboy boots and sundresses and the red era had a lot of high-waisted shorts and 50 vintage dresses taylor has said herself that she likes to do that so people can look at a photo of her and say oh yeah that was during red or 1989 oh has she said that yes she did oh that's cool <laughs> yeah i was gonna say this cause she has to plan that there's no way she definitely has done that for every era it makes it easy for us to know what year it was <laughs> <laughs> you could also tell by her hairstyle too exactly yeah i'm so intrigued to see what she's gonna do with her hair next era i think she's gonna dye it brown I think she's going to go like full on Miley Cyrus, just like shave half of her head. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think she has certain boundaries. Maybe she'll go red, like the Bad Blood music video. <laughs> red would be good. Well, anyway, we have some actual exciting fashion news for you this week. All kinds of it, actually. She has made a lot of appearances. Uh, our first one is from a 1989 tour meet and greet, the one in London. That was on June 27th. And she is seen wearing a Heartloom Benson top. Only $107. I really like this top a lot. I like when she does the matching sets, but it's nice to sometimes see her totally mix and match them, too. Yeah, I like how she mixes them up, too. Then on July 2nd, Calvin Harris pretty much killed everybody. He posted this photo of Taylor grilling on Instagram, and the caption was, She cooks, too. And I think he was referring to the fact that the previous week he tweeted, about how my girl is changing the music industry based on Apple's reaction to Taylor's letter. And now he's saying, oh, she can also cook. And Taylor was wearing a top shop oversized casual striped shirt that is $64, but unfortunately it is no longer available. Well, the next day on July 3rd, during Taylor's party at her house, she was wearing an ASOS bikini, which was the seersucker check long line bikini top with the matching seersucker high-waisted bikini pants and the top is $25 and the bottom is 19 and that's from the brand ASOS so if you guys are interested I would definitely snatch that up while it's on sale. Also that day she was seen wearing a one-piece that's the brand USA onesie stars and stripes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my first thought after seeing this was are there going to be people showing up to the tour wearing this now <laughs> probably <laughs> I would not even doubt it and that was available for $179 our next one is when Ed showed up to the party and she took a photo with him and she was wearing a Fred Perry polka dot polo shirt which is $73 but it's sold out that picture is so funny. I so much appreciate Ed's humor. He is a really funny guy. It was especially funny to me because I had just seen him at his show the night before and he made a big deal of wishing everyone a happy 4th of July and then he goes to Taylor and he's like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> well, our next one was from the picture that was captioned, the end result plus sparklers. This is, of course, on the 4th of July. And she's seen wearing a Rails Carter Chambray Ombre shirt. $119. I feel like she just hoards red, white, and blue clothing all year long just for this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We never see her break out like on Memorial Day or Labor Day or anything <laughs> like that. Flag Day. <laughs> she needs to. She does. She has that great wild fox sweater that looks like a flag. Yes, I just remembered that sweater. I still want it. 
I love that one. Well, the last one is from Martha Hunt's Instagram photo, which was just today, July 5th. And in this photo, Taylor is wearing the American Apparel U.S. flag bikini top, which is $29. And as always, thank you to TaySwiftStyle.com for tracking down all of these outfits. And you guys can go visit her site if you want to see more. Well, we have a couple of things that we want to talk more about in our main discussion today. The first is that Haley and I both got to see Ed Sheeran on tour this week, which was beyond amazing. Woo. I believe when I left the concert Monday night, I said it was like a religious experience walking out of the Red Rock show. It was just amazing. I think that's the best possible way anyone could describe his concerts. The stuff that he does with the loop pedal, no matter how many times I've seen it, just blows me away. Oh, totally agreed. I think just between Red Tour and I went to go see his final show for Plus in New York City, and that was awesome, seriously. So I can't even imagine what Multiply is like. You know, it was so funny. He was telling the crowd the story on Friday, apparently, at a recent show of his. After the show was over, two people that had been there went and complained. He was like, I don't even know who they complained to. Whoever you complain about such things is hilarious. But they (laughs) went and complained and said that they thought that he was using a backing track. And so it wasn't a good show and they wanted their money back. (laughs) What? Yeah, it was a Canada show that they were saying. They're like, yeah, he was playing with a backup track and a band we couldn't see. Hmm. Never heard that one. It's just very confusing to me. I mean, if you're actually paying attention, you can see he's creating all of the music right there on the stage. Yeah. So when Ed was telling you this story, what did he say in response? He basically was just like, so this is the loop pedal. (laughs) (laughs) what i'm doing (laughs) it was really funny he had a little teaching moment but i mean i guess if you've never seen him before or aren't that familiar with his live performances that you might not totally understand what's going on at first oh yeah i can see that even i didn't understand i bought his album before the red tour and listened but i had never seen him perform live and so His loop pedal actually broke. It was at the Cleveland show and his loop pedal broke. So he sang Small Bump instead of I forget what song, which was amazing because I love Small Bump, even though it's a really depressing song. But yeah, I didn't quite understand that his loop pedal broke and that just derailed his whole performance. So I can understand why people who have never seen him might be confused. I mean, when you just listen to the finished product, there's so many different elements going on in the song that it does sound like there would be a whole band out there. Oh, yeah. Now, out of curiosity, did he replay any songs? I'm sure he did, but from Plus at all? Oh, yeah. Pretty much all the most popular ones. Okay. A-Team, Lego House. Yeah. Drunk. You Need Me. Yep. You Need Me. Nice. That's a good song. One of my biggest complaints, or one of my only complaints ever about him was that I always felt that on the Red Tour, the You Need Me version that he created went on for way too long. (laughs) That was like a 10-minute song. Yeah, and he didn't do it nearly as long on this tour, but he actually made Photograph into like almost an eight-minute performance, and it was completely perfect. Wow. I saw this tour in May, but when I saw it, he changed You Need Me to mash it up with Fancy by Iggy instead of doing the My Eyes Are Red mashup thing Mm -hmm. that he did on the Red Tour. So that was cool. 
he didn't mash it up with anything for us, and I was really disappointed because I thought he was going to cover 50 Cent. Oh, so he just did You Need Me and that was it? Just the regular? Yeah. Wow. See, I don't think he did an eight-minute version of Photograph for my show. It was just the regular album song. Was You Need Me an encore song for you? Yep. It was for us, too, but yeah, he shortened it. Oh. He did fancy at the Denver shows. Huh. I'm surprised that's an encore song. I mean, it was a definitely a popular song, but I would have thought, you know, one of the more mainstream ones from Multiply Now would have been the encore. Well, there were two. It was that, and then he ended with Sing. Oh, okay. Mm. And then you've got to love how at the end of Sing, after he leads the crowd in several choruses, he just walks off the stage like while the crowd's still singing. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> he tells the crowd to keep singing and then he just pieces out. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. No matter what, don't stop singing like a boss. He's such a showman. So how long did people keep singing until they realized, oh, he's gone? Not too long. At ours, we sang until the lights came up back on. Oh, okay. In a way, it's kind of cool because Ed is not the kind of person who needs to take a bow and brag about how great he is. So he just kind of leaves. <laughs> I mean, most shows you would go to, then the person would be bringing their band and everyone up for bows, but it's just him. <laughs> well, he had to get to Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah. I would be booking it out of there to get to Rhode Island if I were him. So, Haley, did you have a favorite part of your show or shows? Each night was a little bit different. From the first night, he sang a new and unreleased song called Forever, and it was beautiful. I really want him to release it. What? I'm so mad now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have video. Whoa. So I'll put that on to YouTube. What was it about? It was kind of about love, and it's kind of a slow song. I can't remember much of the lyrics, but I'll definitely put it on YouTube for everyone to hear. So that was the first night. The second night, my favorite part was during Tenerife Sea, this couple ended up getting engaged. And it was really sweet because everybody was like all clapping for them and make hooting and hollering. And it was like more than normal, especially during a, like a slow song. And he kept looking over to that section of the crowd and eventually he got to a part where he kind of just looped a couple things and then he stopped and he's like did I get that correctly did someone just get engaged and everyone cheered he's like well congratulations guys oh <laughs> and he talked a little bit about that for a couple seconds and then he went back and finished the song and he made a joke about how that's the perfect thing and he's like you're gonna get lucky tonight and then he was like, but now we get to go into a not-so-love song. And then he went into Don't. But I believe I have a video of that, too. So those were my two favorite out of the whole two shows. That's awesome. I don't have anything like that. <laughs> you picked the wrong show to go to, Ashley. You should come to Red Rocks. Yeah. I would have thought the last night of this leg of the U.S. tour he would have done something, but he didn't. Just Red Rocks in general. The amphitheater is amazing. Everything there is amazing. And I loved it. I clapped so hard for those two days. I literally bruised the palm of my hand. <laughs> I really want to see a show, but I don't think I'm able to. I don't know. You should try. It's really worth it. The closest one to me would be Cleveland. 
but it falls on my brother's birthday and I've missed my brother's birthday the past like four years because I've gone to shows <laughs> <laughs> and you made a comment and I'm like, I just can't, I cannot this year. I cannot miss it. About that. <laughs> Funny how that always happens, isn't it? It's always on the 18th. Always. September 18th. Something is always going on. It sucks. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe DC if Steph's going. I want to go to DC. Ashley just said that he's not touring again until 2017. Yeah, which is exactly where I want to go now. That's crazy. That's what his manager has been saying on Twitter. I mean, who knows if he could add any, but that's what it's looking like right now. I feel like it's so uncharacteristic of Ed because that is the one thing that he loves doing is performing. I don't know. Hopefully it's not true. Yeah, if anyone gets a chance to go, I definitely recommend it. Yes. No matter where you're sitting, you will have an awesome experience. Yeah, that's a good thing. If you really can't afford it and you want nosebleeds, Ed just fills the whole room with his sound. And it is nice to be able to see him, but his sound is really the great part. He just sounds even better than he does on the record. Well, as sort of another mini main discussion, I just wanted to ask all of you guys, first of all, how amazed you were that Taylor played Holy Ground. And second, if you could pick any surprise songs for her to do, at upcoming shows, what would you uh, want her to bring back? Can't even ask me that question. <laughs> our song. We can do like a top three. Oh yeah, our song. The fans demand it. <laughs> oh, that's all three of my top three. <laughs> One, two, and three. <laughs> well, first of all, Holy Ground. That's freaking awesome. I gotta say, like, really, if that means now that if she is changing up the set list, if that means that that spot is going to be a secret song, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, by the time this episode's out, we'll know if she does it in Canada. And it replaced You Are In Love or Wonderland, correct? Right. That'd be perfect, because I've already heard both of those songs live, so now I don't need to hear them all. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't heard Wonderland. Well, there are about a million songs I could pick, but off the top of my head right now, I'm thinking about Sweeter Than Fiction That'd be cool. and All Too Well, although... I always say all too well. I always do too. Everybody probably thinks I'm obsessed with all too well, which I am. <laughs> but my only thing is this tour, Taylor's so happy and all too well is such a depressing song. I don't know that it would really fit, but I would love to hear that song again. Or even like a throwback, like haunted acoustic would be great. Oof. I think my top three would be sweeter than fiction because we haven't heard it ever yet. Tim McGraw, because I'll always say that every single time. <laughs> and 22, because I think it would be really fun for this tour. And it's really good acoustic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 22 was up there for me. And I also want to see Long Live again, because I've always loved that song. That would be good for this era, too. It would fit well. You know, I got to go with the fan favorites. Definitely Long Live. Definitely All Too Well. And definitely Sweeter Than Fiction, because we haven't heard it yet. I'd love to hear any three of those. That'd be awesome. I've never heard Long Live Live, which would be really cool. All Too Well, I just love that song. And then Sweeter Than Fiction, of course. How about something like I Heart Question Mark? Yes. <laughs> I was thinking about I was running through the those songs. It'd be cool to hear them. Beautiful Eyes. Beautiful Eyes, that's true, yeah. I Bly, Permanent Marker. Permanent Marker. Permanent Marker is one of my favorites. Along with some of those, I'd probably throw in Safe and Sound. Oh, that'd be cool. Though I did hear it, and it was awesome, but that would be perfect. It is such a great acoustic song. And I would also throw in Eyes Open, because I feel like she only did it once ever. 
Yeah, she did it once on the Red Tour, right? As a secret song? I think so. I think she actually did it once also on the Speak Now Tour in Australia, right when it had just come out. Oh, yeah, the Australia shows were some of the last shows of the tour, right? Because that was, I think, when she was on the couch and there was the koala bear. Okay, yep. But, yeah, it definitely hasn't been played very often, and I would really like to hear it. Ooh, I wanted to bring back Stay, Stay, Stay. That'd be fun. That would be. What if she matched it up with All You Had to Do Was Stay? There we go. Yeah, I always thought about that. That would be cool. All You Had to Do Was Stay, Stay, Stay. All You Had to Do Was Stay. That would be <laughs> awesome. I've always wanted to hear Stay Beautiful and Superman. She's never performed either of those, right? Superman, I think, once on the Speak Now tour. Did she really? Wow. She did. I remember because it was, I think it was Kansas City where I almost went to the show and then I was very upset. <laughs> or a song like Come In With The Rain. These things will never happen. I'm just talking. Untouchable. <laughs> untouchable the other side of the door christmas is when you were mine (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah santa baby like (laughs) no serious one though i would still really love come back be here that would be cool to hear oh yeah she's never played it right no no never did such a great song yeah one thing about this album is the bonus tracks got way more attention than they did on the red album that was surprising. No, I mean, I guess in retrospect, maybe not so much because the three songs comparatively, I think compared to the other albums, the three songs, bonus songs on this album could have honestly gone on the main track list. The other bonus songs on the other albums, in my opinion, maybe didn't really have a place, but they were still great songs. So I don't know. I don't know if you guys agree or not. I think I'm just... I mean, I, I get your point. <laughs> Although I think songs like ours, Superman. That's true. Ours. I always forget about ours. I don't know why. Because it probably feels like it was actually on the album. Exactly, it does. But even things like If This Was a Movie, I think that's a great song. So speaking of ours, that would be a really cool one to hear. I've not heard that one live. I love that song. Yeah, that would be good. I was at the show she first played it at during Speak Now. Lucky. If we're going way, way back, I'd like to hear, along with I Said Stay Beautiful, Tied Together with a Smile would be great. She never did do that one on the Red Tour, did she? No, she did Cold As You for the first time ever. Yeah, that was like one of the first Red Tour shows too, wasn't it? Yes, it was very early. Got everyone really excited. I think Tied Together with a Smile was one that fans were really asking for, but it never happened. That would be amazing to see live. There just are way too many songs. We've listed practically all of them. Yeah, we did. (laughs) We basically just did, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to see how wrong we are. She'll probably go back to Wonderland and you were in love. Probably. But it was really nice to see Holy Ground. I liked the change of pace. And that's one of my favorites from Red. And if you were lucky enough to see a video, it's really cute how during Never Looking Down, she kept looking down at the fans. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. Well, if you guys have songs that you're hoping she'll surprise us with, Feel free to tweet us at any time at SwiftCast13 and let us know your predictions. And just some reminders for you guys to press the subscribe button on iTunes so that it will download our latest episode for you automatically each week. And if you guys do want to get in contact with us, definitely if you want to submit for our mini segments, Swifty Problems, Swifty Success, anything like that, or just want to tweet us, you can find us at SwiftCast13 on Twitter. 
You can also contact us via our Tumblr, swiftcast13.tumblr.com, our Instagram, instagram.com slash theswiftcast13, facebook.com slash theswiftcast. You can email us at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com, or you can just find all of these on our website, swiftcast13.com. And just a quick reminder to you guys, iTunes only shows our last 100 episodes. So to listen to any older ones, just make sure you go to swiftcast13.com and you can find them all listed there, ready for listening. So next week, what do you guys think Taylor is going to do? Well, for this segment, I'm going to jump ahead one week to the Chicago shows, which will be on July 18th and 19th. And I just have this weird feeling that we're going to get an awesome special guest. And I'm going to predict that it is Kendrick Lamar. I completely agree. You have very solid reasoning about it, too. So I hope uh, I hope that's the case. Yeah, I mean, Chicago in the past has actually not had special guests, whether it was in the big stadium at Soldier Field or in the smaller arena for the Speak Now tour. But I just think that it seems like the stadiums have been getting special guests and, uh, you know, it's middle of the summer and the weather's going to be so awesome. And I feel like it'll just be kind of, you know, like Philly or MetLife or any of those other big cities, big shows, and that we will get an awesome guest. It's so funny how before the tour started we had zero expectations for any guest and now we have such high hopes for an awesome amazing guest like that she's really ramped it up for this tour which is great and adam you mentioned kendrick is pretty busy during the la dates right it looked like it yeah it looked like i think um you steph or maybe somebody else might have mentioned many episodes ago maybe on the tour prediction show that la might get Kendrick Lamar because they seem to get some awesome special guests because it's the Staples Center and that's where a lot of celebrities live. But looking at both the 1989 World Tour schedule and Kendrick Lamar's schedule, I don't know if it would be possible for him to do an LA appearance. So if she wants him to be a special guest on tour, it might have to be somewhere else. And Adam, Nate, and Ashley will all be at Chicago. Oh yeah. And I'll be very jealous. But really, Chicago should have a guest. I was really excited when she finally had a guest in Pittsburgh because she's been at that stadium since Speak Now. So this was her third time playing that stadium. And the same with Chicago. They've never had a special guest. So it will be cool. We'll hope. I'm going to go into it enjoying the show no matter what, not having too many expectations. And if we get a guest, awesome. I personally have high expectations and will be very disappointed if you don't follow through with them too. (laughs) Well, I'm going to go out on the limb and say that either all or the vast majority of pretty much the entire Bad Blood music video cast will walk the catwalk at MetLife. Wow, that is a bold prediction. It's essentially, for where Taylor lives now, her hometown show. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Not to mention, welcome to New York. I mean, that in itself. Yeah, maybe she'll bring people out for that too. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear her do New York into the loop for that blank space part. Yeah, it would be kind of awkward if she did East Rutherford. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't think that works. But Carly is also from New York, so I'm really hoping she'll at least be there. Even if it's not the whole Bad Blood cast. Well, while we're on the topic of special guests and our predictions, I predict, and this is a long shot because I don't know uh, what the tour schedule is looking like, but Ed Sheeran, special guest, anything like that would be awesome. 
everything has changed, one of his songs, like that would be just incredible. Well, Ashley and I were talking about that over the weekend and comparing their schedules, it kind of seems like he might be free for the Friday Nashville show. Oh. No, I'm not planning to go to that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, because then the next day on Saturday, I believe, is when he's playing his Gillette Stadium show. Yeah, he is. So that's a possibility. Yeah, he'll be in D.C. before that, which isn't too far from Nashville. Well, Steph and I can't wait to report back on everything from MetLife next week. And if you guys are going to be at the show, tweet us and we'll look for you. Definitely. We would love to meet you. Well, for now, for episode 114, this has been Ashley. Adam. Haley. Nate. And Steph. And we will see you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Peace out, Swift Scouts. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.